I'm Jess. And I'm Tiff. And we're your Curious Cousins. Where we talk about everything kooky and spooky in the state of Oklahoma. Just so you all know, this is take 96 (laughs) of our intro today. It's been an interesting morning. Yes. (laughs) Audio wasn't working. Started misfiring. (laughs) I can't get my name right. Yeah, we couldn't get our intro right and then we start laughing and it's just a mess so Jess how have you been Uh, good (laughs) good it's been a week I uh just got back from the Ozark Branson area I've been gone a week and it was fun it was a lot of fun but it's just been uh just been busy so yeah Oh, I agree. How about you? Well, it's parent-teacher conference time of year. Oh, yeah. And it's just a busy time at school, and now it's October. Mm -hmm. And so it's the end of one quarter, the starting of another quarter, and fall break is here and all sorts of stuff. So it's just busy. And then Mm -hmm. we have made ourselves busy. Yes, we have. <laughs> Tonight, Jess and I will be heading to Oklahoma City Yes, to go on the Overholzer night tour, haunted tour of the I'm mansion. I'm really excited. Oh, so excited. And then later after that, we will go on a ghost walk, a Guthrie ghost walk. Which I'm also excited oh, super about. super <laughs> excited about because that one is on foot and it's in the dark. Yeah. And it's gonna be creepy. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, me too. And I've never really toured Guthrie as like a tourist before. I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, I haven't either. I technically lived in Guthrie mm-hmm. when I was at school at UCO, but it was right on the cusp of Guthrie mm-hmm. and um, Edmond. Yeah. So. We never actually went into Guthrie. Yeah. We always went to Edmond for I like mean, groceries and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I drove <laughs> through it every time I went to Stillwater. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So we are super excited. And later this month, we have our haunted bus tour. Yes. So that'll be fun. Anybody got any more recommendations? Oh, I got on Facebook. One of my friends sent me another haunted mansion in Oklahoma. I'll have to tell you about it later, Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have a whole car ride <laughs> to discuss that. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. So any other business? I don't think so. Just episode seven. Here we are. Yay. Mm-hmm. Lucky yeah. seven. And this is a paranormal episode. So mm-hmm. we both are going to be talking about... It might be a little shorter, too. Yeah. Maybe. Kooky, we'll spooky thing. We'll see how it goes. So, Jess, you want to start us off? Sure. So, my paranormal story is Magnetic Hill oh. or Gravity Hill. It was oh. suggested to me by my cousin, Matt. So, shout out to Matt. Woo-woo. My sources are an article from KGOU.org. It's called How Curious Ag a magnetic hill this strange phenomenon in an oklahoma town is too weird for words and i got that at onlyinyourstate.com magnetic hill from travelok.com gravity hills from weird oklahoma by wesley treat gravity hill from haunted oklahoma ghosts and strange phenomena of the sooner state by jeff provine so those are all my sources. And I kind of, most of it came from Jeff Provine's book, 
and Wesley Can I tell Chase, you? So. I have like a secret love affair with him. I love him. <laughs> I love all his books. I love listening to him talk about uh-huh. paranormal stuff in Oklahoma. I love it if I ever get to meet him. Oh my gosh, I don't know what will happen. <laughs> I just, I love him. I do. Like I agree. He, he always has a lot of information. He seems so knowledgeable and. I would like to just travel around with him. Yeah. One day. I'd be like, can we tag along? Yes. Um, okay, so let's just go ahead and get started. Okay. So physics 101, Ooh. objects roll downhill, not up. <laughs> However, it happens all over the all over where um, cars are put in neutral and start rolling uphill. Now, skeptics consider an optical illusion with the road declining while the surrounding landscape declines more steeply which can be proven by equipment measuring the incline of the road however those who have experienced the uphill (laughs) roll admit that there is something spooky about it well yeah and basically every state has a gravity hill somewhere wow but of course, Oklahoma can't be outdone no, and actually no. has two. Oh, so I didn't realize that when I started this. So we're covering both. Okay, okay. <laughs> and does that make us especially special because we have two, and most states only have one? I mean, I think so. But okay. Okay. Um, that's all I saw. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if another state was like, wait, wait, wait. We've got we've got three or something. Probably Texas, <laughs> but we do ha- technically have two. Okay, so one of them is in Bartlesville, oh. and one is in Springer, and that's near Ardmore. And the one in Springer is known as Magnetic Hill, okay. where the one in Bartlesville is known as Gravity Hill. Okay. So let's talk about the one in Bartlesville first. Sweet. Uh, this is probably the most talked about Gravity Hill. And Gravity Hill is just south of Bartlesville. It can be a bit tricky to find. And its legends are quite a bit darker. So we'll be getting into that. We're here for it. <laughs> to get there, coming from Highway 70, visitors go west on County Road E0240, five miles south of Adams Road. After crossing over Caney River, the road meets up with Old Gap Road, which for years served as the trail to get through the trickly, or trickly, I'm sorry, thickly. <laughs> I can't read today. <laughs> The trail goes through thickly wooded hills until Highway 123 made the trip easier. So the 1,500-foot stretch of road between the Gap Road intersection and where the pavement takes a sharp turn toward the south is where it can be found. Another way to get there is to take W2400 Road west from US 75. After about two miles, you'll cross the Caney River, drive over some railroad tracks, then pass Gap Road. Another quarter mile later, and you'll come to a sharp curve to the left. It's on a curve, apparently, so it sounds dangerous to me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds Um, like I need to make a road trip. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, actually texted my brother because he lives in, not to tell where he lives, it's Bartlesville, but... um, (laughs) I told him, I asked him if he'd ever been there, and he said no. And I was like, well, we need to go. And he's like, sure. 
<laughs> so maybe one day we can do that. Yes. We can all go and do that. Yes. This is said to be one of the most active paranormal sites in the state as some force pushes cars eastward back toward the river. Ooh. Stories differ on what happened at this location to result in the anti-gravity phenomenon. Mm-hmm. One version is that a busload of children was hit by a train years ago, and the spirits what? of those who were killed are trying to draw you safely back to the other side of the tracks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is very dark. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that darkness. Yeah. Well, it gets worse. Oh, fantastic. Another version of the story is that the bus full of kids was making its rounds through the countryside. Oh, my gosh. It came up on the blind turn, that curve, at the end of the road, just as a truck was coming from the opposite way. Neither driver saw the other until oh. it was too late. And nearly, it said nearly everyone died in the head-on collision. Oh, my gosh. Another story claims that a group of teenagers who were on their way to a football game when their car got stalled on on the railroad tracks mm-hmm. and were killed. And they, too, are trying to push you to safety out of harm's way. This is not that any of those aren't horrible. <laughs> this one <laughs> is just as awful. It goes back to the days of Jim Crow. Okay. Oh. And it was said that lynch mobs would grab black men and drag them down Gap Road after terrorizing and torturing their victims. Oh my gosh. The murderers would hang them on the hill that overlooks the broad plain east where the Caney River runs so that everyone could see them. Oh my god. Yeah. So terrible, terrible stories. But whatever the case. Mm-hmm. The roadway is said to be a place corrupted by the heartbreaking dust that occurred there, tying the spirits to the land for all time. The ghosts now do their best to make sure that no one else meets the fate that they that oh. they did and works to push them away toward the river, even though the road seemingly goes uphill until it nears the bridge. Does are any of these like stories are they like documented like there actually have been that I bus don't know. deaths or I lynch mobs I should have looked into that okay but I didn't I okay. just that was one that I got from Jeff Provine's book okay. that he mentioned okay uh something to look into for okay. sure Ugh. but Ugh. but you know if there's that curve there I can see where a lot of people could oh, have yes. died there, even if yes. it wasn't. Like that would, those are legitimate stories. All of them were legitimate, let's be honest. All of them I could see definitely happening. Yeah. And, you know, if you take that curve too fast, mm-hmm. I mean, there's mm-hmm. multiple things that could happen. Oh my gosh. But anyway, uh, people who have placed their cars in neutral and have felt them begin to roll eastward with increasing speed. Some have said they've rolled as far as the railroad tracks, half a mile up the road. And as well as the pushing sensation, people in their cars say they hear the distinct sound of leather soled shoes slapping against the pavement. Oh and gosh. there Ooh. isn't just one shoe. Ooh. It's dozens as if... A whole crowd was there. Like a whole busload of, of children. children. Yeah. Oh, my And gosh. at first, it seems the footsteps come slowly. Yeah. And then they gradually get, you know, faster. Ooh. Like someone, someone planting chills. a foot while making the effort to push. Oh, my gosh. 
And as the car speeds up, so do the footsteps, coming faster and faster until they suddenly go quiet when the car is far enough away. So some people have dusted their cars with like baby powder or flour. And when they finish the ride uphill, the baby powder is smeared. Some say they have seen actual handprints or wide smudges where it looks like a shoulder was there pushing the car. And I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of skeptical about this because we live in Oklahoma. (laughs) It's windy. Yes. Yes. And... I mean, those smudges and smears could have been from anything. So (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It makes me skeptical. Yeah. Not to be a Debbie Downer about it. But, you know, it does make me kind of just go, "Mm," you know. (laughs) But skeptics have pointed out that the powder could fall to the vibrations of the car Mm -hmm. as it moves, leaving behind previously unseen stains from natural oils left by human hands, but they don't really seem to have any explanations for the handprints on the car when it's a cleanly washed That's what car. I was, say. I was like, mm, I'm gonna so, go wash my car and we're gonna go do it. See, so I mean, you take it as you want. <laughs> so, all right. So now let's talk about Magnetic Hill and Springer. Okay. Magnetic Hill is located on Pioneer Road, also known as Pit Road. When you shift your car into neutral, you feel the car is rolling backwards uphill and can reach up to about a speed of 15 miles per hour under no power. One story for the cause is that the force is tied to a native curse with spirits trying to push unwelcome visitors from their (laughs) land. But a general thought is that it's magnets, hence the name. Magnets. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll get into it. Another story. Here we, well, I say we're going to get into it. Here it is. Oh. <laughs> Another story goes that an extraterrestrial spacecraft crashed there in ancient times, becoming buried in the landscape that grew up over it. Another version makes it more modern with a downed plane that triggered a geological anomaly. Either way, believers hold that it's the electromagnetic force pulling vehicles back toward the top of the crash site. That's where the magnet comes in. Now, this story, this is the only one that I saw that had kind of like a, well, besides the spirits of the natives, but the more spooky. Yeah. A woman was kidnapped and taken to this spot and was murdered. And it's supposedly the victim's spirit who pushes visitors away. I said that weird. Pushes visitors away from the area, protecting them from a similar fate. Here's some of our skeptic explanation of what's actually happening. And I'm probably going to butcher this name because it's Italian and I'm not Italian. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) I don't think we have any Italian. We don't. (laughs) Luigi Garlicelli, an Italian chemist and longtime member of the Italian Committee for the Investigations of Paranormal Claims, has has researched hills just like these. According to Garlicelli, magnets do not cause so-called anti-gravity hills. Here's what's actually (laughs) happening. Garlis Shelley said, quote, 
When you think of an optical illusion, you think of pieces of cardboard with lines and circles and triangles. This is one of the very few optical illusions that happens in a natural environment. End quote. The so he thinks it's an optical illusion. Yes. And, okay. and I'm about to kind of go into how he what he says about it. The slopes of the so-called, quote, anti-gravity hills are often so slight the inner ear can't detect them. Though it appears your car rolls uphill, Oklahoma's magnetic hill is actually a downhill slope. According to topographic measurements taken by Aaron Morris, magnetic hills elevation gradually increases between 8 and 10 feet near the spot where locals park to experience the phenomenon. Aaron Morris said, quote, the road is not following the terrain like your eyes are telling your brain. So when you stand on magnetic hill, you see another steeper slope just ahead. So your brain assumes the road between your feet and that slope is either level or downhill, when in fact it's sloping slightly uphill. Magnetic hill may be tricky optical illusion rather than a mysterious phenomenon, but that doesn't make it any less fun to visit. So, I, I mean, in my mind, I was like, optical illusions are fun, and it would be very trippy or scary if yeah. you're in a vehicle and experiencing an optical illusion because you know most times it's just you know you're like looking at wall art or something right that's an optical illusion right. and but to have something in nature right actually ooh, yeah that is, that or is like creepy, a fun though. house those fun house oh, mirrors yeah, yeah. when they it makes you look <laughs> all different shapes but anyway whether either of these hills phenomena are caused by ghosts or a magnetic force alien contact or an optical illusion it's definitely something worth seeing for yourself that's pretty much all i have for that but i do want to say one last thing travel oklahoma does issue a warning magnetic hill is a public road so please obey all traffic (laughs) signs and rules as there are blind spots on the road it is best to bring another person to watch for traffic when roads are wet or during inclement weather conditions, please do not attempt to coast up Magnetic Hill. I would think the same warning would also apply to Gravity Hill in Bartlesville. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if any of y'all do go out and try it, please be mindful of your surroundings, other motorists, and make be sure respectful. that you yeah, make sure you are obeying traffic laws and that you're not just doing it when you probably should <laughs> so we don't want anybody to get hurt if That's, they do yeah, go and try to attempt for it sure. but that is gravity hill in bartlesville and magnetic hill in springer so Ooh. if y'all have time go check it out those are both two things that i didn't know existed in our state so i'm eager to go take a yeah trip i think myself. it would be fun to try it yeah and i agree like i said my cousin that suggested the magnetic hill he he wrote to me and um sent me that link and mm-hmm. On the magnetic hill, when I was looking at it, there was, it had pictures, you know, and there was actually someone had spray painted in blue across the road with a smiley face that was basically, stop here, put in neutral <laughs> directions and then, yeah, what to do. <laughs> and it just kind of cracked me up. That's but funny. I think magnetic hill is pretty much a straight road. Yeah. It's just, they're hilly a little bit. Now, whereas the Gravity Hill, like, there's that curve. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, just got to be mindful. We'll have to check those out for yeah. sure. It if be, any listeners have experienced it, 
either one of them, please write in and tell us. Yeah, about it'd be it. interesting to hear your your yes. thoughts on it. Well, sure. I am also covering something that was recommended to us uh-huh. by both your brother, my oh, cousin okay. James, and my uh, best friend Aaron. Uh-huh. So, and it's the spook light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard, I mean, I haven't really read much up on them, mm-hmm. but, you know, I've heard it pops up on any haunted yes. Oklahoma thing. Oh, absolutely. And I would love to see those. It's I really think it'd be interesting. Oh, my gosh. I want to go so bad now. And um, it's funny because I was doing my research for this episode, and I think I'm like a lot of people. So when I get ready in the morning, uh-huh. I listen to podcasts. Uh-huh. And I'm a long time listener of Aaron Mankey. Uh-huh. And he was covering a spook light episode and he actually mentioned Oklahoma's. Oh really? So it was kind How of a fun. neat thing. And it was this past week that I listened to that. I can't remember what episode it was, but yeah, shout out to the king of podcasts, Aaron <laughs> Mankey. I love him. So um but I am talking about the spook light. I used Wikipedia just to see what they had to say uh-huh. and then a few websites, the Route66.com roadsideamerica.com, legendsofamerica.com. I also listened to our future best friend, the Ari Oki <laughs> podcast. Um, then I read from my secret boyfriend, Jeff Provine's book, Haunted Oklahoma. <laughs> I think he's married. I know he is and so am I, but it's okay. And then I also got information from Erie, Oklahoma by Heather Woodward and Weird Oklahoma by Wesley Treat. Nice. So let's crack into it, I guess. Yeah, let's dive um, right The in. spook light is also known as the Hornet spook light, the Hollis light, the Joplin spook light, and the Tri-State lights. Did you say the Joplin? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Now, okay. I'm going to go over the location of okay. where the spook light is from Oops. or around. Um, it is around the Oklahoma and Missouri state lines. The location creates a triangle with a path from Miami, Oklahoma, to Columbus, Kansas, to Joplin, Missouri. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. The area is called Spooksville, that whole area. That triangle is? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And they're saying that Spooksville runs along East 50 Road. It's a three-mile gravel run along Will Rogers Turnpike to the state line. It's actually called the Spook Light Road. Interesting. <laughs> I was just on yeah. that. <laughs> um, it's located in an area dubbed the Devil's Promenade or Ooh. Promenade. Do you say promenade or promenade? I'm not sure. I think both work. Okay. Uh, due to sulfurous fumes and deep demonic whispers. Oh. Ooh. Right. Creepy. It is um, said to be found between the borders of southwest Missouri and northeast Oklahoma, west of Hornet, Missouri. So, hence the Hornet spook. Light. I was wondering about that. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Hornet. Um, it is said that it is found inside the Oklahoma state border, but you have to look west at Missouri, west of I-44 in this area, and you should be able to see it. Oh, interesting. And there's lots and lots of pictures of it, so I'll definitely be posting that on all of our socials. So, okay. What it is, it is a single ball of light or a tight grouping of lights that appear regularly at night. It travels at high speeds, and the light does not stay in one place. It is said to be anywhere near basketball sized and up to five feet in diameter holy cow (laughs) oh my gosh um your best chance to see the light is after dark obviously parked on the oklahoma east 50 four miles south of the tri-state junction of kansas missouri and oklahoma in ottawa county 
looking west. You must sit very still and silently. It's reported it won't show itself if you are loud or with a large group. Oh, interesting. The light has been reported as being seen near to and far away from onlookers. It's said to come close, be far away. Oh. It's mostly seen as a green color, but the color has been said to change from orange, red, yellow, and even blue sometimes. It's always in the shape of a ball, and sometimes what um, seems to look like a camping lantern. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'm like doing hand gestures yeah. and you guys can't see it. Um, the best time to catch the spook light is between 10 p.m. and 12 a.m. So oh, here's the history of it. It has been said that it has been seen appearing since the 1800s. Oh, wow. Um, after World War II, it gained a lot more popularity. The okay. first lights date back to the 1830s and the Trail of Tears. The first official sighting. Now, I'm going to be honest. I had lots of sources saying official sighting, first official sighting, and they all had different dates right. and were in different stories. Yeah, stories. So yeah. I am not 100% when the very first, so I tried to put it in numerical date order. Okay. <laughs> the first official sighting was in 1881, although there are reports of it being in the 1830s. Right. So 1881, referred to as the Ozark Spook Light. Uh, but it does say here that there are records of it going back to 1866. But then I also found one from like 1838. So oh. it's been here for a while. Right. In 1929, there was an investigation that said the lights were from a local mills spotlight. Mm-hmm. But um, the first published sighting appears in 1936 in the Kansas City Star. Hmm. In 1946, a lot of things started to happen. Harold Allen returned from World War II, and he and five friends went exploring to see the lights. And he said that it appeared about 25 to 30 feet in the air. And I wanted to read his description on page 34 of Haunted Oklahoma by Jeff Provine. He said that the light appeared 25 or 30 feet in the air as it came from the hill, like the top of a telephone post or a little higher, like a blue ball of light, maybe moon-sized. Rather than a dim pinpoint in the distance, he said, you could read a newspaper by it if you wanted. Oh, wow. It was The light bright? would go right over the top of your head, circle, and even follow people trying to get away. If you'd turn on your headlights and honk your horn, it'd disappear. So Interesting. That, after that, it really became very popular. The Signal Corps from Camp Crowder suggested that it was marsh gas in 1946. Mm -hmm. So the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers came out to study the light, but they could find no cause for it. In fact, their actual words were, it's a mysterious light with no origin. Oh, interesting. That's spooky. In 1954, hundreds of people saw the light and it caused a 150 car traffic jam. (laughs) At one time? Yeah. They like all stopped when they saw it. Oh my gosh. In 1955, a three-inch telescope said the light came from headlights on Route 66 distorted by heat waves. Hmm. Interesting. In the 1960s, Hornet's General Store gave out tourist information. (laughs) This then became popular around the Oklahoma-Missouri border areas, like all the towns now. Uh They all had, like, tourist stops for it and gave out information. I mean, why not? Oh, yeah, exactly. In 1969, a Southwest Missouri State University professor did a study, and he could never find any conclusive results. Interesting. Uh, Throughout the 60s and 70s, the sides of the road were 
where the spook light was often seen was commonly packed with cars at night so people could see it. Currently, many people claim the light is coming from the high V road signs. However, I want to remind everyone that the light appears when other lights are turned off or move, so there's no reflections around. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a weird, weird thing. Absolutely. You want to get into the legends? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So residents of the area have reported seeing the lights over their land, in their yards, and in the woods. Some say the lights started appearing in 1838. It's said to be the protective spirits for victims of the Trail of Tears. On February 11th, 1909, the Shawnee News reported that a strange light had once again stopped a train near Blue Jacket, just southwest of Miami. People maintained three-bodied specters of children holding lanterns. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) again with the children. Children ghost. The lights were seen again in 1916, 1905, and even in 1892. Hmm. So, and it came, like, I was led to believe that this strange light stopped the train numerous times. Wow. That was going through. How annoying for the conductor. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Neosho Daily News also reported on it on September 27th of 1935. Most people believe that the light is that of a beheaded man. What? Yes. And it's him searching for his head. Does it say who this man is? Well, now, why was he beheaded? There well, are yeah, some, that there, too. There are, some, there are some theories. Number one, he could be a Civil War soldier who was struck in the neck with a cannonball. Oh. And now he's looking for his head. It could have been a miner who lost his head in a mining accident. And he's searching for his head. Oh, gosh. Or, this one's kind of funny, entertaining. It's not <laughs> funny. It's not funny. It's entertaining. <laughs> As I giggle. Sorry. A Quapaw woman married a Seneca man. He abused her physically and verbally, so she chopped his head off with an axe. The light is him wandering around looking for his head. (laughs) And then another one was an Osage native leader who had his head taken off is now looking for it in the afterlife. Hmm. Uh, There's more, but I wanted to throw in this kooky fact really fast. During Prohibition, bootleggers would get frightened and um, they were Missouri miners who were trying to smuggle alcohol into Uh Missouri and they would get frightened and so they would hide it. They were frightened by the, the light. spook light. By the yeah. spook light, yeah. And so they would hide their alcohol in the woods or in the fields. But when they came back, the bottles were all gone. Oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> um, there's also another legend that says it is um, Native American, two lovers, kind of a la Romeo and Juliet. Oh. And it was a Quapaw maiden fell in love with a man she was forbidden to marry because his dowry wasn't large enough. The couple eloped and the father sent warriors to bring them back and break them up. But once they saw that they were about to be caught, they jumped off a cliff. Oh. And so it's the lights of them. The light is them finding each other. Interesting. There's also another legend that it was a young girl who got lost looking for her cows. Oh. Her mom searched for her by lantern and got so upset by the loss, she continues to look for her in the afterlife. Oh, that's so sad. I know. I like that. That kind of depressing. <laughs> Um, there are stories of the light actually entering cars. <gasps> like it wants to investigate the cars and the people inside. The orb is said to be intense and warm. There's also a report of it hopping on a school bus with a busload of kids coming back from a game or something. Uh-huh. And um, it traveled with them. <gasps> like it stayed in the bus and it just hopped off the bus when they got off. 
I would think a school, uh, or, uh, I'm sorry, a bus full of kids would be loud and noisy. I, and I thought the, the, yeah. that it didn't That's like it that. Says. That's what it says. That's a fun story, though. Yeah, that is a fun I do story. have a question. Okay. Did it say anything about, like, the people who said it hops in their cars or whatnot? Like, did it, did it feel like ill intent no they just said it was like a warm glow just a warm glow so maybe it wasn't somebody's head (laughs) (laughs) no well if it was the mom looking for her daughter maybe she was jumped off maybe it was like making sure that the children got to where they were going on the bus i I see that i see that one i have some theories to what it is Uh uh-huh Let's hear. Yes. Um, because of the side of the spook light, it is suggested that it's headlights from I-44 because of the way the ball of light bounces up and down. It splits and it dances kind of like a car. Uh-huh. William Least Heat Moon suggests in his book Roads to Quos that East 50 Road aligns with Route 66 across the interstate presently. Mm-hmm. And prior to sightings happened because East 40 Road aligned with Route 66 to the north of Quapaw. Mm-hmm. Robert Gannon of Popular Mechanics also claims that the lights were headlights from Route 66. However, let me remind everyone that these lights were seen way before the invention of cars. I was going to say, yeah. uh, how, what, what's their explanation exactly. for back in the Trail of Tears? And mm-hmm. Exactly. Furthermore, if the lights were our cars, why do they sometimes appear in the woods and at a constant speed in the woods? You can't drive right. you know, like that in the woods. Other scientists have claimed that it's mineral deposits, ball lightning, which ball lightning? I'm not sure what that is. I need to look into that. But ball lightning, plasma, natural phosphorescence. They also think that it could be atmospheric gases and electrical fields. That was per a University of Arkansas professor in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. However, there's no known methane deposits in the area. Mm-hmm. And the trees aren't dense enough in the area to produce the biomass that would be necessary for it to produce swamp gas. Uh Even as of 2014, Professor Alan Rice of UCO also concluded that it was headlights and taillights. He recreated the lights with headlights of a car at the junction of East 50 and State Highway 137 in Quapaw. And he said he was able to recreate it with headlights. However, that still doesn't explain why it would appear Mm -hmm. prior to the invention of cars and why it seen moving yeah. around or dancing around uh-huh. because I don't you know it wouldn't do that I don't yeah know. I don't know I like to think it's a spook light I like to think of that too and so that is the spook light uh, my friend Erin I believe both of her parents at one time had seen it I don't know if oh, they really? saw it together but they've both gone to see it and so it's definitely on our li- my list of places that oh, I want to yeah. go well I should have asked my dad because my dad did his first two years of college up there at NEO in that area. So I should have asked him if he ever heard of it or looked for him or anything like that. Yeah. He probably never heard of it before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it would be great. We have friends that live over in uh, Wyandotte. So that would totally be right on our way to go. Like one night we just need to go and see. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be a fun little trip. I know. So that, I think, is our episode for this week. Well, that was good. I enjoyed yes. that. Next week, we'll have a little true crime yeah. for us and or for you all. And um, if you have any show suggestions, obviously, you could tell we're taking them. Yeah. 
we're eager to see you guys' suggestions or what you want to hear about. We're also eager to read your listener tales. We've got a listener tale episode coming up in a few weeks that we'd love to share. And it's going to be spooky, scary. Like, if it's spooky and scary, please send it because it's yeah. almost Halloween. Tell the people where they can find us. You can find us on Instagram at Curious Cousins. Okay. You can find us on Facebook at Curious Cousins Podcast or at Curious Cousins Okay Podcast. Sorry about that. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Curious Cousins, but Cousins is spelled C U Z N. We are also on all major platforms. Podca- yeah. Podcast platforms <laughs> Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Amazon Music, I think I got them all. iHeart Spotify. Radio. Spotify, yeah. All the things. So please give us a like, give us some stars. We would love your reviews. Yeah, we want to hear from you. If you want to send anything to us, we're at CuriousCousinsOK at gmail.com. So just tell them what to keep it. Keep it kooky and spooky. Bye. Bye.